The history of the philosophy of ethics and morality is pretty much a history of either implicitly or explicitly trying to get around the is ought open question problems. I will summarize here the substance of the attempts before the conclusion is made as to whether ethics in the modern world is simply ruling class ideology that has nothing to do with good and evil. Except for modern existentialist thought, the spectrum of attempts in modern Western philosophy are pretty much the same spectrum that existed in the foundation thought of ancient Greece. Uh, the idealism of Plato on one end matched up against the more practical views of Aristotle and the Sophists at the uh, middle and the opposite end of the spectrum. In ancient time, until very recently, there was no distinction between ethics and morality. The polis, that's uh, P-O-L-I-S as the Greeks, called their sense of community was their identity. Uh, essentially, this was true of uh, the Roman Republic. Religion and the state were seen as two sides of the same coin, with the virtuous person seen only in terms of the existing within and having duties toward the community, uh, knowing that the, that the individual without the community could not survive or prosper, but was essentially an animal that could not prosper in life. Plato's major work, The Republic, spends a lot of effort arguing against what he called, uh, or against what were called sophist philosophers, that's S-O-P-H-I-S-T, who argued that justice and good are pretty much what the strong say it is. What is good for the powerful is good for all. Plato argued that what is good is discovered by the intellect through rational thinking. The good is an ideal or idea that exists in rational thought of which the physical world is simply a bad reflection. This idealist philosophy was picked up by Christianity and its concept of divine law and natural law and continued and, and started in many ways the age of enlightenment and exists to this day in our U.S. Constitution and Declaration of Independence, which has such quotes as... Uh, I'll quote, uh, the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by the creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, so on and so forth. Uh, such idealism or rationalism continued through uh, an into european philosophy such as Hegel's concept of a world spirit, world spirit that governs the uh, struggle and definition for good and evil through history. Uh, all the consequences of this ideal is, are not good uh, because such idealism did eventually become the world concept of fascism, and particularly the Nazi version. Uh, Plato did survive David Hume's Isot critique to become the 18th century philosopher Immanuel Kant's moral imperative, which stated, uh, I quote, uh, to act only according to that maxim whereby you can, comma, at the same time, comma, will that it should become a universal law, close quotation. This concept of a, of a rational imperative is still strong and alive today, and the major 20th century philosopher John Rawls uh, from Harvard who essentially developed his own form of a 
categorical imperative in which he says that ethics and morality should be decided by assuming that one is acting behind a veil of ignorance as to what their position in society would be and to then decide what the ought rules should be. Uh, since Plato, uh, the sophists continue to have a bad name, but they also exist in philosophies varying from what's called error theory by uh, J.L. Mackey, an Australian philosopher who argued that all ethical statements are errors that need to be created anew each time we deal with them. And also uh, in a, uh, the 20th century Marxism that saw good and evil in the world as a practical struggle between uh, economic classes. The other uh, end and even the middle of the spectrum is derives from the uh, Greek philosopher Aristotle who saw ethics and morality as being not an abstract good and our idea and the reason but consisting of practical rational choices that lead to happiness with reason being the tool by which those practical choices are made. Aristotle's ideas uh, continued and into Roman Stoic, Stoicism that praised the life of intellectual pursuit as happiness, regardless of one's physical condition, and also the Roman Epicurean philosophies that praised not rational thought but physical happiness and freedom from physical problems as the ultimate goal of ethics. It continues into modern utilitarian philosophies that define ethical actions as those that achieve the greatest happiness for the most good. Our present uh, American legal system, making the uh, pursuit of individual happiness a major goal, is also an example of the continued effect of this philosophies. In theory, the uh, difference in thought between these is significant. Uh, though both theories argue for the goal of happiness, one argues from a sense of duty that reason or, or rationality discovers, and that once it understands it, it appreciates happiness, while the other spectrums argues from and to happiness, with reason simply being a practical tool for creating the means to achieve it. The uh, former idealism or rationalism argues that duty must be the uh, primary fo focus of ethics, because why happiness may involve uh, very different things for different peoples, uh, duty uh, and rational duties are universal. In practice, however, from the working man's perspective, which is what these podcasts deal with, all this is nonsense and would be funny if it was not so sad and hurtful for the average person. To understand the reality of what's going on in the millions of pages of uh, Generated and that continue to be generated based on these philosophies, you need to use you need to use philosophy's greatest tool, imagination, which is uh, what we will do in the next episode.